This episode has been brought to you by the Fresh Start Family free four-day livestream event called Unfrazzled that starts on June 24th. Details and registration info coming soon. So if you're not on our email list yet, be sure to hop on by heading to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash email so I can send you a personal invitation once registration opens. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, The Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together, we hope to inspire you to expand your heart, learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, listeners. Welcome to our episode today. We have the pleasure to interview Natalie Hickson and her husband, Mike. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Hello. Hello, hello. hello. All right, family. So today we are tackling such a good subject that I know so many of you are just going to be so grateful that we're talking about this. So finding growth through anger. Wow. Wow. Anger. <laughs> and the reason why we have Natalie and Mike here is because Natalie really specializes in this topic. Um, Natalie is a coach for mamas who are working through, I think what Natalie refers to as destructive anger, when it gets to mm-hmm. a point where it's just toxic in your life and affecting your relationships. And, um, and she just really gets in there and helps moms find growth and healing. And it's just such a blessing. And we can't wait to hear more about everything that you do, Natalie. And Mike sounds like he's just the most amazing support system and, and dad. Um, but we're going to really cover three subtopics of this um, area today. So number one, when we, when we're referring to finding growth through anger, we're going to cover Really starting with awareness about, you know, about how, how realizing anger has tipped into destructive kinds of behavior. And then number two, we're going to talk about how we can let anger move us to take action. How it's really never too late to start once you realize, like, uh-oh, this ain't good. And then number three, knowing that when you help yourself, you help your whole family. So it's going to be such such a great conversation today. And Natalie, if you could start off, um, you and Mike, just telling us a little bit more about yourself and um, your business, Natalie, and we want to hear about from you too, Mike. Yeah, sure. So uh, currently I work at home and I'm coaching Christian mamas overcome destructive anger and burnout so they can really enjoy the, the journey of being a wife and a mom and let those years that are precious short short years yeah. of the time their babies are in their house to actually enjoy those times and create memories that are lasting and relationships with their kids that will be fulfilling and lasting for a lifetime and that's my passion and that's what I do <laughs> wow so yeah. awesome and mike and, and what do you do mike for a living yeah so first of all i'm husband to Natalie and daddy to three wonderful, amazing girls. And I work in the financial planning space, working with business owners on their business planning. So definitely a busy life we have going on here. Yeah. (laughs) And you guys are in Bozeman, Montana, right? Yes. We're in Bozeman, Montana. And our girls are currently eight, 12 and 15. 
And they are homeschooled, but I call it Nana school because they actually go to my mom's house for school. She is their teacher. Um, They're very, very blessed to have Nana be their teacher. And we're blessed to experience that, um, that type of lifestyle. It's been really neat. Wow, that is so cool. I just imagine this life you guys live over there, and I just think it's so cool. Bozeman's yeah. cool. I, I, I went there a few years ago for a work trip, and it definitely oh, left cool. a left an impact on me on how beautiful it was and all the wildlife and everything. Oh, yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. <laughs> That's right. I do remember you went there now. Yeah, oh, I remember on one car ride from like where I was staying to the airport, it was like, bald eagle, moose. <laughs> Um, it, everywhere I looked, it was like every epic animal you've ever seen. It was like, it's like, are we sure those are real? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I think it's, it's cool. so amazing that technology can just put us together, you know, from so many miles away. Cause we're in here in San Diego, California and you're in Montana and we just get to connect. So yay. All right, you guys. Well, let's get right into these, um, topics that are going to really help, Um, families. So I think before we get started, I I did want to say, you know, I think, Natalie, it sounds like you specialize in helping moms, but I think this is such a area. We have the guys with us today, of course, because, you know, anger is such a universal emotion, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. so much of what we're going to talk about today, um, not only, you know, is about moms who go through this and the, the dads and the husbands are affected and we're a team as we work through and grow through this kind of stuff together. But it's also stuff that I'm sure we're going to speak to that will apply just as equally to a guy as it would to a girl, right? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, of course, I, I work with women, but it can absolutely be the the husband in the relationship who's got the anger problem. And I don't specifically work with men one-on-one, but the tips that we talk about today and the things that we talk about can be really helpful for them as well. And on the flip side, having Mike here for the moms who are experiencing destructive anger, um, hearing the story of how them changing can absolutely bless their marriage and their kids and their family and make them grow in such a an amazing, beautiful way, um, them working through their anger will make their marriage and their, their family life so much better and more blessed. Yeah. So cool. And I, I am so excited to talk to you guys today because I really do feel like we share so much in common. You guys are, um, high school sweethearts also, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> cool. So we, Terry and I have been together for 23 years now. He laughs because I always say it with a question mark. That was pretty like firm, that right? That was pretty 23 good. Years. That was pretty good. <laughs> so how about you, Natalie and Mike? Um, how many years? So we started dating in 96. Is that 22 years? 23 years. 23 year. years too. So yeah. Well, ah! And then we, we got married in 01. So we're, we've been married for 18 this year. Same right. here. What date in 01? Uh, June 17. That's All right. Crazy. We're June 2nd. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. What's your dating anniversary? I just have to know. <laughs> August 1st. Oh, okay. So yeah, we were June 21st. That's Aww. so cool, you guys. That is that. cool, right? And then <laughs> I feel like we share in our stories because um, you and I, Natalie, had some anger stuff. And then it sounds like, if I'm you know, hearing your story right, that you're going to tell here in a second. I'm going to tee you up. But it sounds like Mike and Terry were there alongside us just to like come beside us and say, we are here for you 100%. So I feel like we share some similarities there of just having incredible men beside us. So cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's um, let's start off our conversation with, will you t- 
tell us a little bit about how you, you know, landed upon being a coach of this subject and what is your personal story? Like what has God done in your life? Tell us all about it because I love your your personal story and that's another area that I connect with a lot and I always get goosebumps when I hear you say this story because <laughs> it really does mimic mine a lot with my daughter um, when she was really little. So tell us, yeah. tell us all about it. Absolutely. So um, I knew from the beginning when I was a child, there was anger issues. You know, my parents were budding entrepreneurs and there was a lot of stress and the way that they they worked through that stress was a lot of yelling and door slamming. And, and I say was because that's not the case now. They've absolutely grown in, in God and in their their love for each other and how to work through those things. So they've been a beautiful example to me on how to work through and um, strengthen your marriage together. Wow. But but growing up with that, um, that was my coping mechanism. That's how I learned to deal with it. And I really, really use control as a way to, I try to control my situation with friends and um, my relationship with Mike, just anything I could do to manipulate and um, anger was a way to do that because if you're screaming at someone or if you're hitting somebody or berating them like yeah that's a way to try to control them and so that was that was where I was when we got married um, basically using those type of of ways to cope with with my feeling of anger um, and yeah. You know, poor Mike, it was like living with a landmine. He didn't know what would set me <laughs> off next. <laughs> and, and I knew my anger was a problem, but I figured it was just the way I was, and I didn't know how to fix it. Right. And just kind of at a loss with it. Um, a few years into our marriage, a couple of years, we were blessed with our first daughter, Enya. And I'll tell you, motherhood overwhelmed me from the start. Um, <laughs> pregnancy was very difficult. I was sick yeah. the entire time. Never really had relief from it until she was born. And then when we brought her home from the hospital, I just, we talk about this. Um, she was a screamer. Yeah. She oh. was screamer. First night home, she screamed all night long. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she wasn't a colicky baby. I know you ended up with colicky kiddos. We didn't end up with colicky kids, but it was just that first night that we remember like her screaming and us not knowing what to do and just looking at each other like, they let us leave the hospital with this kid. Like... Are they right. sure that they should have done that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so just, and I'm sure a lot of moms can relate to this, just bringing her home. And I was worried and panicky and unsure what I was doing and I was young. And yeah, so my destructive anger really presented itself throughout all of this. I would get mad at Mike. I would leave him with Enya as an infant and like drive off for hours. Right. I'd be gone. Um, yeah. Just not sure what to do. I was scared of myself. I was scared of Enya. I was scared of Mike. I was just like, what do I do with myself? <laughs> yeah. Um, and as she grew, she and I, like when it, basically when she hit her twos, um, we both really peaked at that point. Um, we would both be on the floor throwing two-year-old tantrums. It's not a pretty thing to admit, but literally <laughs> on the floor, like screaming, kicking, crying, right. screaming at each other, like, we were, were just stuck in that same that same phase. And I was at a point where I created a habit of going to my closet just to protect her from me. And I would lock the door because yeah. um, I didn't want to hurt her. And, yeah. and I was hurting her anyways, but I didn't want to hurt her worse. So yeah. um, 
and things continued to go on. I still didn't know what to do with myself, um, didn't know what to do with the anger. And I, I actually started to blame her for my anger as well. Like if, if yes. it weren't for she would just stop doing this. If she would just listen to me, like I wouldn't get so angry. Um, and then our second daughter, Skye, was born uh, when Enya was about three. And from the moment we brought Skye home, Enya was a mess. Like she just crumbled at every everything. And she was she loved her sister. She and her sister had like kind of a sweet bond bond from the beginning. But it was really us. And and to be honest, it was really me that she was taking her frustrations out on. She just her tantrums were epic, out of control. We didn't. We didn't know what to do. And I can even remember looking at Mike going, is there like a boot camp we can send our four-year-old to <laughs> do with her, you know? And it was at a point where I'm finally like, I need to schedule a therapist for her because she's got to deal with this. We could, have had, we could have had kids at the same boot camp. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and, and if you hear the common theme in this story so far, it was her. Like, she needs right. the therapist. Yeah. She needs to go, right? So we went. Mike and I took her, and we went to the therapist and for kind of a meet and greet. And she observed Enya, and she had Enya leave the room. Do you remember this, Mike? Yeah, very clearly, yes. Yep. <laughs> she had Enya leave the room, and she sat there and looked at both of us, and she said, you know, Enya's a perfectly normal four-year-old. And I looked at her, and I was like, well, yeah, because you haven't seen her at home. Right. Like, mm -hmm. And she's like, no, you know, um, I don't need to see Enya, actually. I really need to see you, Natalie. And I was <laughs> shocked. I was like, what? Right. You know, and that was the big turning point for me. Um, I remember being taken back and I was like, okay, wh whatever. Um, but she continued. She's like, you need to be in here to see me. I think that we need to work together. And as angry as it made me feel to hear her say it, I knew she was right. Yes. And, yeah. And really deep down, I was relieved that someone was finally going to help me. Yeah. Uh, so I really thank God for giving her the courage to be so honest with me. And, yeah. um, yeah. So after, at that point, um, I did. I started working with her and um, one really through that whole experience with her, the one of the biggest takeaways I had was I realized that I had had stopped growing through the emotion of anger at age two. I didn't know how to cope past age two on how to deal with anger and process anger. So that's where my two year old tantrums were coming out. And um, so I had to learn how to grow up, basically. And that's exactly what I started to do. And I didn't do it alone. I pulled Enya into it. I explained to her that after my destructive anger episodes of mine, I would get down on her level and I would apologize to her that I hurt her and um, would would just sit there and, and recover with her and ask for her forgiveness, ask for God's forgiveness. And nice. I can remember taking her hand many times and putting it on my face and just looking into her eyes and saying, you know, I'm sorry, mama struggles with anger. And I know it scares you. It scares me too, but I'm working on getting better every day. And, um, you need to tell me how you're feeling and I'm going to try to tell you how I'm feeling. And together we're going to work through this and grow through this and, I'll always be here for you. Okay, sorry, I have to stop you because I'm crying. I know as people listen to this, like there are so many moms out there who are just gonna be like, dude, this is 
incredibly beautiful and so what's going on in homes all across the world. So thank you, Natalie. Gosh, okay, I'm gonna let you keep going because I just had to say that's beautiful. Yes, thank, thank you for that transparency and that's so like perfect for um, where Fresh Start Family is and where we want to, you know, be there for, for people it is in this these real moments that you know, wherever you consider yourself on the spectrum of anger, everybody feels it. And I think everybody like has this messiness that most people don't share. So thank you for sharing. God, it's just such a beautiful story. Okay, please go on. <laughs> from my perspective, through that time, it was a time of growth for all of us. I think yeah. that we were all kind of frozen in our growth and where we were because of anger and, and other issues at the time for sure yeah. but we couldn't grow because we were we were stuck in this so so getting help for that particular issue really opened the door for us to grow through through a lot of things together both between Natalie and I in our relationship but but with our girls and and each of us individually so wow. it, it was definitely a time of growth for all of us yeah absolutely oh. well and that that subject number one awareness just being aware that uh, you know, all those things that you, you highlighted, you said, you know, you never grew past age two, um, yeah, being aware that it, it, it wasn't um, your daughter. It was, you know, you were playing this huge role in the dance. It was this this idea of awareness. It sounds like it really came yeah, to And just like foreground. humility. I found that as an adult, as I get older, um, I just, I just honor like humility and humbleness as like such an incredible thing. Like I see it as such strength. Like when, you know, when we have those moments when we like uh, become aware of this mess that we've kind of gotten into a habit of, and then instead of like become having our hearts harden, we we choose to step into a state of humble learning and say, "God, what do you? Okay, I'm here. I'm I'm ready to learn and grow. Just help me." I just find that to be so strong and like inspirational. And like I said, it just brings me to tears because I love meeting other people step into that because it just the it, the beauty that it creates is phenomenal so before we get into these three subjects take us through because obviously that was like 10 years ago now so what has this path like that you landed upon at that time it sounds like you had an incredible you know counselor and and what does it look like now to where you are at now sure so like you were just basically saying like it wasn't just me maturing it was me maturing with my walk with God through all yeah. of this like he really he healed me he healed Enya he healed my relationship with Enya and um and I say Enya I mean I know Sky was there but she really didn't get the brunt of it like right um, Enya did and so and we have our third daughter who I always chuckle whenever I'm upset or something or something, you know, she doesn't get her way. She's like, you're so mean. And, and Annie and I look at each other like, she's got no idea. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but so anyways, the more I walked with him, the more I depended on him to lead me and love me through every episode of destructive anger and mistake I made, the healthier I became. Awesome. And the beautiful, beautiful thing that I love about this whole story is um, if you ask Enya today, she if she remembers any of the destructive anger, like around two, three, four, she would tell you no. Right. And I know, first of all, it's the grace of God. And second, it's because with his strength, I was able to put myself on her level and show her what being human was like. Mm -hmm. You yes. know, us parents were a living example for our kids of what sin does to humans. Yeah. And if we try to hide and cover up our, our um, inaccuracy, 
inadequacies and our mistakes and try to pretend that they didn't happen, that's where we really go wrong with our kids. We need to show them that we mess up. And, and through all of that, like telling your kids, sorry, that you screwed up through all of that, you're just being an example of, of the grace you're, you're letting them, you're giving them the, the ability to give you grace. And again, when there's an issue and you need to forgive them, like you are offering grace and you're showing them that beautiful example of God's grace for us and that love that God has for us as a parent. Quick pause so I can remind you how important it is to mark your calendar for June 24th through July 1st. Because look, I know summer gets busy, but I want you to make sure that you are going to be available to join us for our brand new free four-day live training event called Unfrazzled. Registration is not quite open yet, but once it is, parents on my email list are the first to know, and we will have limited seating due to our online webinar platform that has a maximum room number. We are expecting thousands of parents from all over the world to join us. So if you're not already on my email list, make sure you click on over to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash free to hop on now and get a personalized invitation to Unfrazzled as soon as registration is live. Such a choice, you know what I mean? I feel, I, I work with so many families across the world and and sometimes unfortunately you know parents choose the other route which is the blame like if my kid was just not crazy if my kid just wasn't so strong-willed if my kid just would listen better then i wouldn't have to yell i wouldn't have to but you know your story is about intentionally choosing to say no i take responsibility for this and i ask for forgiveness and i am transparent with my child and so it's just beautiful because you, you, I agree 100% that that is what teaches our children how to change their actions and how to receive that that teaching that God's giving us is by watching their parents do it. And so yeah. oh, I love it. <laughs> it's awesome. And I'll tell you what, just just to throw this out there, she um, people would say when she's throwing her epic tantrums at two or four or whatever, they're like, oh, just wait when she's 14, when she's 12. She's right. going to be acting that way, but so much worse. And first of all, I have to say, if people say that to you, you have the you have the ability to tell them, don't speak that over my kids. Yeah. And um, she's not that way. She's absolutely not like she's she's an amazing teenager, and I'm so so proud of her. And awesome. she's nothing like I would have expected them to say she was. Yeah. <laughs> not you know she's got her thing. She still rolls her eyes at me, but it's right. She's a teenager and she's working through her own things, but it's because of the work that I put in when she was young to, to work through this myself and change, I've given her the ability to learn how to process anger and work through anger. And, and because of that, we can communicate on a way different level as a teenager right now. What a a gift. Yeah. yeah, We'll just continue to grow as she becomes an adult. Oh, so beautiful. It's, we're not going to go into our story today. Listeners can listen to episode one if they want to hear it. But it literally is so, wouldn't you say, Terry, like so many levels are almost the same. There, There's a lot there. And I think just this idea, too, you said that there are these fears, too, that if you parented a certain way, then your kid might grow up to be this this thing that you didn't like. Right. I think the the key thing there is is parenting out of fear or parenting using fear right, is right. is is actually you're, you're you're letting the enemy take a hold of you and instead of you know letting God lead you to to something 
that could be much more beautiful and admitting that we're all a work in progress and using that as a way to just show kids how, how life can work and, 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 um, yeah. and a way through it. And yeah. now it sounds like, you know, our daughter is 11 now. It sounds like your daughter is 15. Is that right? Yes. And it's she'll, just, she'll be, she'll be, she'll she, be 16 this year. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> but yeah, it's very similar. Like, you know, it's so cool to be on the you know other side of that. And so I always tell our, our listeners or the families I work with, it's like, I'm no different, you know, than any of you. I'm just like a decade ahead, you know? And so we yeah. get to be these kind of, I don't know, role models or like just an example of like when you lean into personal development, when you let God guide you on like really growing and looking at some of the unhealthy behaviors in your life and, and working together as a family, like this is what happens. Like you do end up with tweens and teenagers where you feel completely connected and like, yes, there's ups and downs, they're normal kids, but like yeah. it feels so good right now for us to have a tween. I mean, again, she's 11, but it's like, we just feel so connected and like, you know, she's doing great. Like you would never yeah. have known back in the day because I get a lot of families through my membership program, the bonfire who they'll be in Trader Joe's and they're trying to like work with their kiddo who's throwing a tantrum in ways of like high integrity that we teach them. And then some like some gentleman or some dude, like some mom, I don't know, some person will be like, wow, you better get a hold of that or else you're going to end <laughs> right. up raising an entitled brat. Or you, if I were you. I would take her in the back and give her a good spanking and everything would be fine. And so, you know, they come, they come and they're crying and we give them support and we're like, no, you're doing great. But it's like those things are really scary when you have those little ones that are really like out of control and throwing the tantrums and you're in that state. Because so many listeners right now are in that state, right? They're not on the other side of it like we are. They're in yeah. that state where they're like, I'm not sh like it's inspirational to hear Natalie, but like, I don't know, <laughs> like I'm telling yeah. you, you should see my kid. And so I think it's cool that we both have these stories where it's like, yeah, we, we hear you. Like it was really volatile in both of our homes. And now mm. a decade later, it's, it's absolutely incredible to see what God's done with it. So, yeah. And not just with our kids, but, um, me working on my, my destructive anger, really helped Mike and I's relationship as well because of course I'm learning how to communicate better and communicate with him and not try to control him um, we're able to work together and it absolutely not just like our marriage getting better and healed because I mean we were at the brink of divorce at, at one point um but it's our, our family's thriving he's thriving not only in just our marriage but, but I see you thriving in your business and your work and and you're happy and you're not stressed out all the time and right it's just really cool to see and yeah. and one last one, thing one thing yeah you go Mike. one thing I want to throw out here right now at this moment is as Natalie was working through anger and and that relationship with with Anya Natalie and I were working through our own things in our relationship and it's funny after Natalie went to this therapist for a number of years. Then I ended up going to the same person for a few years myself. And cool. one of the things that I learned through that process was the only, the only person that I can change is myself. The only, the only behaviors that I can change are what I do. And so in, in my relationship with Natalie, I can't go to her and say, Hey, you need to change how you're reacting to the kids. You need to change how you're being in anger. Um, I can only change myself and how I react and, and what I say in situations. And that's really important to keep in mind. Yeah. 
in relationships and, and in your marriage and with your kids, you can only change yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I totally uh, feel you there, Mike. It's um, to, to learn what part you play in a dance. Um, well, first you have to be aware of it and then humble enough to actually, you know, say, okay, um, I'm going to get some help on my side. I'm going to, um, I'm going to look real hard at what I'm doing. Um, you know, I, I know our, our pastor has said to, you, you can't control other people. Um, you can control yourself and your environment around you. So just making your environment, um, and, and you know, yourself the way that you were designed to be and not forgetting that in moments, in heated moments, in, in moments with your kids, your wife or anything like that's the, the biggest thing that you can, can do. Um, and you're right, trying to control somebody else or trying to change somebody else can be a real, um, uphill battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when it's like, seems logical, right? I mean, it's like, you know, for back, back in our story, it's like, yeah, I would slam doors or scream or throw stuff down the stairs or something. And it seems logical that Terry would need to say to me like, Hey, you need to really change. <laughs> but that was the last thing that was going to make me change back yeah. then. Like he, same story, Mike, he ended up going to personal development courses and just falling in love with, you know, that ours, you know, ours is more like personal development, life coaching work that we've done for the last decade. But it's like, it's the same thing. He got to fall in love with it and just work on like, how, how should I respond when Wendy's in these states where she's just so upset or so depressed and hopeless about parenting, um, instead of thinking like, Hey, how can I make Stella change or toddler? Or how can I make Wendy change? And it was just, it opened up the door to allow me to to do what I needed to do and he was doing what he needed to do. And then naturally like our little Stella, she was able to do what she, she needed to do. And that was all just living up to, you know, what God had in store for us, which was all good. So yeah, we're all works in progress. It's not like, Oh, you need to go handle that on your side, your side. I mean, yeah, one thing might be more pronounced than another, but um, you know, we're, we're all being shaped and formed every, every day. Um, So, you know, I think we all got to do our part in, in um, growing. Yeah, and I, we are going to get into these three subjects real quick, soon, but Mike and Terry, maybe you guys can speak to, like, just stepping into that, like like Mike mentioned, like, it was a therapist for him, for you, Terry, it was personal development weekends with your infinite life, but, like, you know, could you guys speak to, like, how that, you know, ended up, I'm thinking, Terry, maybe you put the words to this, but, like, made you feel stronger, and because I think guys that are listening may be like, I don't know, chicks go to therapist, and chicks go to personal development work, but, like... I know I've seen you, Terry, fall in love with it. Like, and, and so if you guys could just speak to the guys about how that's, it's not weak to get help. It's actually strong. It's like, yeah. Um, so, I mean, for myself, yeah, I found, um, you know, this, this, uh, strength in vulnerability, um, in, and yeah, share, you know, either sharing, uncomfortable things or letting your guard down or connecting with people, whether you know them or not. Um, and then, you know, really like going through those areas, like you're actually less afraid of them on the other side. You have a clearer mind. You can, um, make decisions that are more in line with who you really are. You can stand on a firmer foundation without worrying about what other people think about you. Mm, Um, which I think, you know, is a big part of, you know, whether, guys, you know, admit it or not, but there's, there's so much about like, you know, what, what do these other guys think of me or what, right. you know, and that starts at a very young age. Um, I found, um, pushing into this work, um, and 
you know, you end up having a, you know, a stronger, firmer foundation just on your own with God, with your relationships, everything. And you can just be rocked less um, when, when something happens or when somebody comes your way and doesn't agree with you. You're, you're like, I'm good. I got a clear head and, right. and I'm good. So that's where I've really found strength in pushing more and more into any kind of self-growth. Yeah, that's great. I think for me, when it came to dealing with our relationship and dealing with Natalie's anger, I really had a lot of fear around it. And in a relationship, I think where, where I went with that, oftentimes I was very passive and tried not to create conflict or tried not tried to avoid subjects that I knew would would create conflict or create a fight or something like that. And over time, as as I really worked through my own personal development, is uh, I realized that for for me to be the leader that I needed to be in our home and in, in our relationship, I really had to to step into uh, doing the right thing, no matter what the the consequences might have been. Nice. Yeah. Meaning I, I couldn't I couldn't fear Natalie's reaction. I couldn't fear that she was going to get angry. I had to I had to say what I needed to say. I, I had to lead in the way that I needed to lead. And and that took a lot of work. It took yeah. a lot of uh, working with working with coaches myself and, and reading a lot of books and, and a lot of a lot of uh, going on walks with Natalie and just talking through these things. Wow. Yeah, so awesome. taking the yeah. path of least resistance, I, I can relate to that. Um, but that doesn't always take you where anybody wants you to go. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, thank you for sharing, Mike. That's awesome. And Terry, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. So, <laughs> Natalie, I want to pass this back to you for a second because we've got these three subjects. We're just going to kind of, because we always liked our listeners to walk away with three like kind of takeaways, right? Where how, how can they can really apply and create forward movement or positive change? So these three subjects, the first one is, um, and we've talked to this, but maybe if you could tell us just a little bit more, um, is awareness. Realizing anger has tipped into destructive kinds of behavior as like the number one step. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. I would say um, when you realize that you're you're hurting your kids, in your marriage, you know, you, some telltale signs, you're screaming, you're slamming doors, you are spanking out of anger, you are belittling, you're threatening. Um, when it, when you yourself, um, in today's, in today's age, find yourself on social media, scrolling a lot, trying to check out, um, those types of behaviors are really, um, they're not healthy and that's, you need help. And it's not your kids. Your kids aren't going to get better by you saying that they need to get better. They're going to get better when mom decides or dad decides that they need to get better and they're willing to put the work and effort in to do it. And it's not an easy thing to do. It's not, it's not easy. First of all, to put your pride down and say, you have the issue. 
Um, yeah. It's much easier to blame other people and say it's them. You know, it's it's easier to say your parents are the ones who raised you, and because of them, that's who you are, and you'll never change. And and I'll just blame them the rest of my life, and then blame your kids because they're being kids. Um, you yeah. know, they they don't know what they're doing. They only have you for an example. So it's it's really a hard look at, at yourself and say, okay, you know what? I'm the one who's got these issues. And the other thing too is the moms or dads who are out there afraid to reach out. I really want to encourage them. The ones who are afraid that, um, you know, that they'd be turned into social services or something. You know, if you know that you're hurting your kids and you don't know how to fix it and you you don't want to lose them or anything like that. You have to reach out to a safe source, a safe place and begin that journey. Don't sit there in your closet and think that this is the end for you. Um, you absolutely, there's safe people. There's me, there's you guys, there's people to reach out to that, um, are safe places to help you begin that journey of overcoming. Yes. Which is a perfect segue into number two, which is letting anger move you to take action. It's never too late to start. So I love yeah. that, Natalie. And I'm going to speak to this, but um, it's like in our Bonfire community membership, we all, I always tell people like we have a... Um, a, you know, a hashtag emergency, basically, whereas we try to log off for the weekend. But we always say, like, if there's a point where you are so frustrated, and like, you think you're going to hurt your kiddo, or like, hashtag emergency, message us, like, we will respond immediately. But we really welcome that transparency. And we, of course, like in positive parenting, we preach, like, we empower parents with like, how to how to not hurt your kids to teach them. And at the same time, like we understand that we're all human beings who so many families across the nation are struggling with this across the world. And so we really welcome that transparency, you know, like tell, just, just come to the table and tell us, and then we'll get you supported. So I love this one. Um, Letting anger move you to take action. It's never too late to start. Well, when we look at anger as the emotion itself, that's what anger is. Anger, God has anger. It's it's a righteous anger, and and it's an emotion that we are born with. Yes, this is yeah. how we were created. And anger is that any negative feeling really is a, an emotion to move you to take action. Um, anger and it in and of itself is not a bad thing. Anger is a beautiful emotion yes. when we look at it in the right way and we use it in the right way. So anger is healthy um, and it's to alarm us that there's something not right and we need to protect others or ourselves and and to move us to take action. So, um, and that's why I make a difference between anger and destructive anger. Destructive anger is, is hurting. Yeah. It's hurting the people around us. Um, Anger in itself can be very productive in in moving us to do the right thing. So, yes, your kid screams at you, rolls your eyes, makes you upset. Okay, that makes you angry. So that's when we need to process the anger. We feel the anger. We work through the anger. Um, We communicate about the anger. You know, like my teenager, she's been rolling her eyes at me a lot. Right. And I'm like, hey, you know what? here's my feedback for you. And right. I don't say it like that. Basically, that's what I'm doing is I'm giving her feedback. Hey, you know what? And yeah, that, that first of all, it hurts my feelings. And second of all, it, it makes me kind of upset yeah. that you would treat me that way. And so speaking through that, um, I'll be on calls with my clients and tell them, you know, when you start to get really angry at your toddler, 
you need to start telling them why you're angry right? and express that you are angry and work through that, communicate. And maybe you're angry because of something that just happened to you. Maybe you have a headache. Maybe somebody just cut you off while you're driving, right? you know, who knows what it is. And you're starting to take it out on your kids. You really need to, at that point, look at them and say, Hey, you know what? I'm not angry because of you. You are not the cause of my anger. I'm angry because I'm feeling this way from something else. I'm going to remove myself from the situation, take a time out, work through this. Uh, And what they're, if they did something that was, you know, and I I know you speak to this stuff in in how you work with your um, moms and dads, but just, you know, removing yourself from the situation, working through it, and then working through them with a disciplinary action to what their consequences were and stuff later um, when you're not angry and upset. Yeah, we're big fans of telling our kids, I feel, you know, like, just because you feel a certain way, emotions come and go, they, you know, it's not that you are, like, you are, this doesn't define you, this isn't who you are as a person, it just means that you feel angry, I feel angry, and then it passes, but part of it, you know, especially what we study in our life coaching work with the company we were called your infinite life. It's like madness, you know, you know, or sat or madness or anger. Um, it's like when you feel it all the way through and sometimes you're going to communicate it. Sometimes you won't, but when you feel it all the way through and let it pass, you actually get to experience your inner strength, which is like, Mm -hmm. what action are you going to take? You know, sometimes it's just feeling it all the way through and you don't even need to take action, but it's just so many of us are never trained in actually how to feel it all the way through, how to let it pass. Like even with the points when you're like your fist or your jaw is clenched, your fist, Mm -hmm. you're like, you want to like slam the door or whatever. It's like, instead you sit down and you feel it all the way through. Then all of a sudden, you get to experience that inner strength, which is yes. so powerful. Like that's and in the true beginning, power. I like to to say, don't judge yourself for the thoughts you have. Maybe you are thinking negative thoughts about the other person. Right. Let them come. Let them flow out. Like not to the person, right? But as you are in your own like personal timeout, it's okay if you're thinking bad thoughts about them. Let it out and don't judge yourself for it, because you've got to just wherever you're processing, you need to process, it, and that's part of processing. Yes. So yeah, totally. Which you help families with, we help families with. Like, there's so many outlets, you know that families can go or moms, you know, can dads, whoever it is, can go and get help. So yeah, whether it's through Fresh Start Family, whether it's your coaching program, which I'm going to have you tell us a little bit here at the end. Um, and then is there any more resources that you would recommend? So of, of course, like the Fresh Start Family Foundations course, our Bounty yeah. membership program, like I always say, DM me on Instagram, email me, like I'm sure you're the same way. Like, but is there other resources that you want to list out here, like real practical stuff for people? Right, really, in and just in general with that, I don't really work towards the parenting part of things, and that's right. why I love the connection with you guys because I love what you're doing with the parenting end. Um, I'm really helping just specifically moms work through the anger their own on their own and what they're dealing with and and working through. Yeah. Um, as far as other resources, man, um, I don't specifically have anything for sure in mind to like yeah but I do know that for me as I started to grow through these things um and and got consistent with God um life in general started to feel less overwhelmed um my house was more tidy my meal plans were together (laughs) yeah Um, you know just like 
fellowship and church family, all these things started to kind of really come together. And it was just a really beautiful, um, I don't know, it's just like really cool how when you start to take the action in your personal life, what happens around you. All right. So as I mentioned earlier, it is almost time for our brand new live training event called Unfrazzled to start in late June. So hopefully you've got your calendar marked and you'll be registering to join us as soon as we open up the registration page. But I know some of you are itching to know more about what we're going to cover. So here's a few more details to help you get pumped. Firstly, I'll be teaching you about why you feel so rattled when your kids misbehave and how you can calm your nervous system, calling in safety to your body and your home so conflicts can be solved effectively and with grace dignity, and connection. And I'll help you say goodbye to the days of feeling frazzled and impatient and help you say hello to a summer where you fully step into states of peace and empowerment. Secondly, I'll be covering some of the most common mistakes even the most well-meaning and highly educated parents make that are causing a feeling of stuckness when it comes to stress and drama in your home. We're going to clear out the cobwebs, so to speak, of your nervous system so you can feel calm and confident knowing how capable you are of implementing a powerful, positive parenting system into the daily fabric of your life. So misbehavior, aka your kids being human, no longer rocks your world and shakes you to your core, but instead is just something you handle with ease, flow, and firm kindness. Head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash save the date to mark your calendar now. Isn't that cool though? Because like, I think a lot of people would think that you would need to tidy the house, get your meal planning dialed and all those things. And then that would make the rest of your life better instead of the other way around. It's just looking at things from a a different angle. And, And I think that's a perfect segue to, to number three here is that knowing that when you help yourself, you help your whole family. Absolutely true. Um, so many times we think, you know, there's a quick fix to making things better. And we do look for the organizing course or the best meal plan or um, the best diet, those type of things. But honestly, those things don't really happen until you change what's going on inside your mind. Yeah. Um, your mindset is everything. And and abs- you know what? Changing your mind is harder than anything else that you're going to do. And that's why people avoid it, because it takes so much work to work through what's actually going in and how to change your thoughts and how to change your results through all of this. Um, but that's the beautiful thing about what you guys do and what I do with coaching. You know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I guess it's more like 12 years ago now, when when we reached out to therapists, there weren't life coaches like this that right. there is today. And especially not Christian. Christian was, that's why I'm a Christian right. life coach is because there's not enough Christian life coaches that yeah. I, th- I thought. That's when I, I started Christian life coaching schools for that very reason. Um, awesome. I prefer coaching over therapy any day yeah. because it moves you to, it moves you forward and it really helps you in a um, mindset to create those mindset shifts that you're really looking for. Yeah, I think that was a, that's a huge reason why, you know, Wendy is, you know, dove so far into Fresh Start Family and also um, for us starting this podcast, too, is I'm sure you can re- relate. 
there's a stigma around <clears throat> sharing your feelings or sharing these these hard things. You know, there's such a um, a desire it seems like for people just to be like, everything's great. Yeah, how are the kids? Everything's great, and like there can be a whole nightmare and a mess going on behind closed doors. So mm-hmm. we're just like, you know, thank you so much for your transparency, and um, I'm sure. You know, there's this there's this wall to break through, I think, for people to actually say, you know what? Yeah, there is a bit of a mess. And you know what? Maybe I'm participating in it. And you know <laughs> what? Maybe I should step forward and invest in either myself or my family. And I think that's where we're just encouraging people just to say, invest in yourself, invest in your relationships, invest in your family so that you know, you can get on the other side of a lot of these things. And sometimes you don't even realize how, how bad it is. Um, you know, it sounds like you guys were definitely there. So, you know, we're, we're all here just to say, invest in your family, invest in yourselves, do it. And and you know what I love is that these little teeny human being souls that we get blessed with are often (laughs) what God uses as that catalyst. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, you know, I, I was like, I was, you know, I same very similar to your story, Natalie. You know, grew up the same way, had had these behaviors, but nothing tipped the scales like a like a wild toddler. Like right? that is what <laughs> took it over the edge. Where I was like, "Whoa, dude, I got I got some stuff." Like, let me, uh-huh. and that's what made me say yes to like walking into a personal development weekend, which changed my whole life. But like, yeah. I think it's so cool. That so I encourage listeners, you know, like. Just remember that if your toddler or your young child or whoever it is is challenging you to your core and you find yourself on your knees saying something's not right here, then that is such a beautiful, I think, way of God opening the door to you to say, come in, let's work on this. Look at this. Like, thank you, little one, for pointing this out, for shining Mm -hmm. a light on this area that obviously needs work. Because they represent, you know, like, it's not just the the kids. It's also going to be the colleagues at work or the relationships with your spouse or your sister or your brother or your parents. Like, they just open the door for us to get, like, to the root of the problem, you know? So I just love that. Even though it feels so awful if you're in that position where you're just like, dude, I'm butting heads with my kids all the time. And, like, it's just chaos. Like, it's actually a beautiful opening if we allow ourselves to take it. Um, if it's okay, I'd like to go back really quick to one of the points where it's not too late to turn around and speak to the parents who may be listening, who do have older kids, yeah. um, maybe yeah. even adult kids. Yeah. And um, it's never, ever too late. I don't care if you're 80 and your kids are like in their 50s or something. Like, <laughs> It's never too late to turn around and say you're sorry and apologize and tell your kids. And I've told this to Enya. I said, you know, if Enya, if anything ever comes up as you're growing up, as you're working through stuff that you feel like mama needs to apologize for, um, that really hurt you or, you know, cause who knows if she'll ever right. have anything that comes up for her, but she needs to know from my person, from me that, and her daddy, that we will always be here to help her work through that to help her work through it and to apologize and take responsibility for any of our actions that created um, pain in their life. And just offering that to your kids and um, to work through that, it doesn't matter what age you are, your kids are, you can turn that relationship around for sure. And um, doing that 
will also help your grandbabies someday because you're helping change the things for generations when you decide to stand up and take the change. Yes. (laughs) Just microphone job. Yes. I love that. It's so true. I feel like that's what fires me up is so many families who say yes to this kind of work are literally changing generational cycles. And that is hard work. I, I, it's, it's something that Terry and I have fallen in love with, like the personal development stuff. But at first, when you step into that, that is, that is hard. And like, especially like in the beginning when you're trying to change and you're, you're, you know, having days where you feel like you're fa- you fail, like getting back on and stepping back into it tomorrow with a fresh start, like, that's hard work. But the, I am just so like, I'm just honored that, you know, I get to work with families who step into that because it's powerful. Yeah. You yeah. look 50, 100 years down the road and you're like, wow, you were the catalyst for that. You decided to, to change the cycle there and end the cycle. So, And that's exactly what we've been called to do, right? You right. Know, that's what God wants us to do is to light other people up. And, and we can start doing that within our own families. Yeah, there's such a huge ripple effect that happens. And I think modeling... Um, some of these, you know, new ways of dealing with feelings that you've described in front of your kids, you know, we've seen it, that it's like planting these seeds that years later, instead of your kid having some, you know, blow up of epic proportions or, or just kind of, yeah. you know, perpetuating this, this cycle or this behavior or, you know, God forbid, making a huge mistake with it, they come to you and they say, I feel really angry this is where I'm at and describing that, you know, where they're at. And so that you have a connection instead of this, just, you know, the same thing that, that mom and dad did and the same thing that their parents did and the same thing that that everybody else did. And then, you know, it it just, it it can finally change. Can you imagine if we would have had that as teens? Like Terry and I were, have been together since we were little, I don't know babies I'm just kidding no (laughs) but I mean we grew up we grew up as teenagers together and like there was definitely some behavior when we were teenagers that if we would have just been able to like communicate with our parents and been like hey I'm feeling this way like can we you know whatever so it's it's, oh with each other we could go on for hours it's like yeah I know gosh Natalie and Mike what a pleasure it's been to chat with you guys Natalie why don't you um, help us wrap it up with just letting us know, letting listeners know where they can find you. I know you have an incredible life transforming coaching program. So just tell, tell everybody where they can find you if they want to get in touch with you and talk to you a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. I'm over at NatalieHickson.com and I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. Natalie Hickson is my handle and, um, yeah, you can reach out to me on any of those places and I would love to talk to anyone who's struggling in in the destructive anger and burnout um, help them find the right way for them whether it's working with me or if they just need parenting help and come to you guys you know whatever (laughs) it is I'm just there to point you in the right direction oh gosh well you guys are definitely a blessing it's been so much fun thank you Mike for joining us too you're welcome it's been fun it's awesome Yes, thank yeah, you guys thank so you guys. much. This was, a, I think, a perfect compliment to the Fresh Start Family Show today. It was so nice talking to you guys. You too. Thank you. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. Ah. 
All right, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I loved recording it for you. It's now time to save the date for Unfrazzled, our free multi-day live training video series that starts on June 24th. Just head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash save the date to mark your calendar now. And if you're not already, please hop on our email list over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash email since families on my email list are always the first to know when registration opens for our free events.